Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. Where's Sam? Sam! Yeah. Sam! Who are you? All right, guys. Sam's been taken. This can only mean one thing. The killer has her. And it's too late for the rest of us. No, 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 you no. out there, our listeners, <laughs> you have to escape. You have to listen to me. You have to... And welcome to another spooky episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, the country that was murdered on this site 40 years ago today. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. And I'm Danny. There's no Sam. There's no Sam. She's she's fine. Um, she's just in yeah, Japan. She's like, the killer does not have her, uh, so far as we know. Yeah, she's she's simply, in Japan. Yeah, on vacation, uh, yeah. quite literally on the other side of the planet. Um, so, yeah, she's having fun, uh, which she never has on the program, I should add. So it's an even more of a vacation <laughs> for her. <laughs> uh, speaking of Sam, Sam, hit it with... Oh, wait. Oh, jeez. I was oh, going to say, crap. yeah, speaking of Sam never having fun, hit me with the socials. I guess I'll do it. All right. All right. You can find us on all of the standard social media outlets. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. That's X. That's TikTok. That's Threads. That's Blue Sky. It's Instagram. All of that at 12PointsUSA. That's 12PointsUSA. Or just email us directly. Feel free. Drop us a line. Say something controversial and we'll put it on the show at 12PointsFromAmerica at gmail.com. Feel free to also drop by our Redbubble page. We've got uh, we've got the dumbest merch uh, uh, this side of the planet. Uh, or if you can support us on Patreon, all of you out there who are listening to us on Patreon, thank you. Whether you support us financially or not, we love you anyway, but our Patreon supporters get exclusive content. They get early access access to our episodes and uh we get to mention them on the show a whole heck of a lot so uh that's fun yeah you may also Ding. be listening to yeah. us by our friends at switch radio europe calling this week and for the past couple weeks and for uh pretty much uh, you know the next few weeks at least provided we don't say anything too spooky and controversial on this on this week's episode sam's not here so she's not here to rein me in i can mm -hmm. say whatever i like now yeah Balls. it's a good thing that what oh. i want to say is also usually okay to air usually Luckily for us <laughs> <sighs> yeah it's an all dudes show finally yeah like it finally something for dudes yeah finally, uh, gonna... finally the men's voice gets yes. to be heard yeah we're gonna talk about football but not that european kind yeah uh the, the one where laces on the ball yeah and people kill each other or whatever <laughs> it is almost yeah Ugh, just about what the people at switch radio uh europe calling really i think need is they need the voice of of three white americans telling mm. them stuff about their contest yeah i did i did fantasy football this year for the yes. I, I swear uh, this is going to be very brief i promise okay i was gonna uh, say for the, yes for the first time we're losing like, them already eric in, in like 20 years uh i i hate it i suck at it yeah <laughs> i don't like it doesn't seem like it just seems like i'll look and be like oh okay those those five people on your bench you should have played all of them you idiot Surely anyway. there is a like fantasy, I don't know, UEFA or fantasy FIFA, fantasy Premier League that they have over there. I'm um, sure there is. Uh, I'm sure there is. But it's just like, I don't know, the experience that you are having, Eric, sounds to me because, you know, I have lots of friends who play fantasy football as well. Seems to be the universal experience. You no, know, who does well at fantasy football? Who's having a great time out there? Uh, nobody. I don't, um, I don't think the, the, the people who, who just let their bots 
pick their players instead of trying to be smart, uh, I think is the thing. Actually, if if you if, if you're listening in in Europe or on Switch Radio and you do fantasy soccer, I would like to know how it works because there are so fewer counting stats in uh, uh, pitch football. You know that one, your football. I mean, what are the stats? Like, yeah, Total that's time yes. played. Penalty yeah. kicks made. I feel like we're going to get a lot of feedback on that question. Oh, no, I, know. Well, I can't wait. I'm excited. Because <laughs> I, 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 like, I feel like it has to exist, but I also cannot imagine how it could possibly work. I was uh, wondering if but, we could do fantasy Eurovision, but that's kind of just what we do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. I left all my best singers on the bench again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Challenge accepted. I'm coming up with a Derek, much to his bit. chagrin, has once oh. again benched the entire Nordics. <laughs> Norway's cool. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Maybe on our next show or something. I'll, I'll Big crapshoot whether we're playing I'll Iceland this year. Like, <laughs> like, you get points for certain like props or you know py- pyros worth a couple points something i don't oh, know for sure for sure we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll figure it out oh um, we totally have to do this now yes we think yeah that we're digging our own hole sam's gonna come back and she's like what have the men done <laughs> before we have any idea what the staging is gonna be like we need to do predictions yes, for every, yes. Most yes, of yes, the, yes at least most of but, the songs yes <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll agree upon a scoring system and then we'll do a draft it's gonna be amazing Good. um Who's going to draft Pyro? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to specify, though, because, like, there's only a couple of fire curtains every year. Sure. Yeah. 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 No, I'll 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 figure it. We'll figure it out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and we'll encourage all of our other uh, friends and podcasts to to do their own fantasy Eurovision leagues. And, and uh, oh, yeah. we're going to make this a huge thing. We're going to be rich, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> And all we needed was draft kings. I was going to say, yeah, we'll put it on fan duel. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Yeah, all we needed to do was ditch Sam. Uh, Anyway, the... She'll be back. Uh, she'll be back in time for our junior Eurovision previews, uh, which will be beginning of November uh, is mm-hmm. when those are going to be starting. Uh, I say this every year, uh, multiple times, probably. Um, our junior stuff is like our least listened content every year. And I and I I wish it wasn't because uh, we're delightful no matter what we're talking about. Uh, also, we're like if you're if you don't get into junior, you should like it's it's on the opposite side of the year from regular Euro vision so what else are you gonna do and it's also like it's also it's so fun it's it's it joyful feels, it's, it feels it's not, low stakes yeah even it's though not it really... dance moms it's not that crap yeah. it's just super fun so hopefully uh hopefully you'll you'll if you haven't checked out our junior stuff um in the past uh i i i beg you to reconsider and yeah. check them out this year um let's see uh what oh oh god sam no uh what <laughs> Well, we do have, we should say, uh, speaking of our, our patrons on Patreon, yes, uh, yes, yes, being yes. able to, you know, sneak onto the show, why don't you? Um, last week, we talked about uh, some of uh, some of Eurovision's greatest props in the past, ranked it a couple, discussed a bunch. This is one of our rare ranking shows where we only had like maybe one. Did we have one repeat the entire show on all two. of our lists? Yeah, two. 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 It was very impressive. Yeah, anyway, the Butterturners and yeah. Manisha's. <laughs> Dress slash Roomba. Manisha's Roomba, yeah. <laughs> but we asked, uh, we asked all of you out there uh, about any props that we possibly could have overlooked, uh, and uh, what props were your favorite. And some of our patrons got back to us. We had Shoegazer MN, who is a longtime fan in front of the show, asked, "Does Eleni Ferreira's hair count as a prop?" Now, I will say we had a long discussion about wardrobe, about hair, 
And look, if we count Eleni Ferreira's hair, then we got to count all of the big hair out there. You know, we're counting, we're, we're definitely counting Czechia from last year. That's what we're counting, which mm-hmm. almost made my list until I was like, ah, that's more wardrobe. That's what I have to say on that front. Just just for clarification really quick, is hair part of costume and wardrobe or is that that's like costume. makeup? Yeah, well, I'd, say, I'd say it's a costume it's element. Part of a, it's part of all of the costume. You know, if you're, mm-hmm. if you're getting three feet of extensions and I think that's, well, I mean, it's part of makeup. Makeup's also part of wardrobe. It's a, it's a, it's a Russian nesting doll. I, I'm like second guessing everything now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, no, that's set. No, that's staging. No, that's hair. And I love how our, our props episode just solved nothing. Uh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> solved nothing as far as like, well, if it's a carpet is not a prop or is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the, the title of that episode could have been, I'll know it when I see it. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, the props are here. Uh, so thank you, Shoegazer MN. The answer is no, unless uh, it's a different unless day. Unless it does. In which case, yes. Maybe. Uh, Andrew Davis also said, we have to discuss... Uh, yeah, and and we definitely mentioned some things about San Marino on the on the show last week for sure. But Andrew Davis says we have to discuss how San Marino sent Valentina Minetta with a prop every year, which is true. The laptop in 2012, the orb in 2013 noted not duncan lawrence's and the curtain in 2014 question mark which is again prop as a set piece question mark who knows and then of course that old line jimmy wilson in 2017 truly the derek, greatest hit, prop hit him with the rim shot derek uh, insert the rim shot oh, oh, we'll get it we'll get uh, it in um, post we'll get it he was such a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> i like that he looked like michael dorn from star trek oh, he played wait, barack what? obama oh wait what in a german musical production of the audacity of hope i think what, he was barack obama okay i to say this and this might be absolutely nuts this is sort of like a tiny little sidebar but it's related to europe and music so i'm gonna go on it anywhere europe has or uh, specifically germany has absolutely bonkers bazoo musicals broadway the west end we're not ready for it uh, Germany goes absolutely nuts. They're the, uh, so Germany is where that like Princess Diana musical got staged. Uh, my friend Anna is an enormous fan of this musical from like the er, from like the mid two thousands called Elisabeth, which is like the musical version of the wife of Franz Josef the first who was assassinated. It's like l- listen, they, they go absolutely nuts. They're high art. If you could imagine what Germany would do with the musical, the answer is okay. It's insane. B. It's sad. C. Lots of death. Yes, the answer is yes. So they'll do anything. Germany. So they any- they did they did a musical adaptation of The Audacity yeah. of Hope. I can just see it. I don't know. And, if it, I and can. it was called Hope the Musical. Of course, uh, it was. of course it was. You know, uh, there's certain hope. there's certain traditions that you can't abandon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hope with an exclamation point. But yeah, what's basically. the dramatic question? Okay, this is where I come in again as a <laughs> as an insufferable artist. What's the dramatic question in The Audacity of Hope? Is it does he get elected? Of course he gets elected we all lived through 2008 like what what could possibly happen i mean you just negated the need for hamilton in its entirety okay yeah <laughs> Oops. we have america what's the deal <laughs> guess what the revolution happens great job uh, i think a real dramatic question behind hamilton is just how insufferable can nerds get <laughs> the answer is very much so and i think that's actually a good summary for uh for this show as a <laughs> ongoing series <laughs> as well um this is, this we're, is coming up, we're coming up on five years <laughs> of 
Have, of have we reached the limit? nerd activity? No, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> We're gonna We're keep going. To do... Your your cup overfloweth with annoying nerd junk. Yeah, remember five minutes ago when we came up with fantasy Eurovision? Yeah, there's no bottom. Anyway, how the hell have we been doing this for five years? I, 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 it's, I, it's, it's, I need uh, to go outside and walk around. I yeah. Um, well, handily enough, we had about a year and a half when we were literally not allowed to go anywhere and do anything. So that's, that's, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I cannot account for the other three and a half years. Yeah, there there's a definitely a period in there where time was just really weird, like genuinely just odd. Um, like yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we do have a little bit of Eurovision news. Uh, we are uh, we are gonna get into a, a a spooky topic, sort of. <laughs> uh, but but first. Yeah, a little bit of news. I'd say the biggest news from the last week is that, and this is late breaking as of the day we're recording, uh, Czechia, by way of friend of the show, Ahmad Haloun, uh, is back. Uh, they are participating. There is a, Surprising a, no one. It, you know, not like, really, but I, there's it is a, a relief, little... Though. Yeah. Yes. A, a little bit of concern that, you know, they're, they're not the... the the richest country in the world yeah uh, and that's not and that's not a requirement powers. but but you know they're, they're i think and, they and still we, and we, struggle to get the the populace the, on board i yeah, don't the, think it's as big there and they kind of no, struggle with that yeah. and i mean and and we've praised them for the the thriftiness of their stagings and, and things like that like like the way they stage my sister's crown uh this it was just video it was just all video but the video was so effective and lights out is it lights out lights off lights off we are domi yes that one yeah lights in um was i it was just they used every light that was made available to them uh in every way it could be used and it was amazing now Eric, uh, is it, are they going to do the same thing that they did last year which is they made it uh i, I mean that uh that they've done for the past couple of years, which is that it's basically open to anyone, uh, regardless of country, essentially, and that things are going to be just basically like really, really transparent, you know, announcing the results, tallying them on screen for us. I'm not sure if all of those details are there. I know that uh, submissions are now open for ESCZ, as they call it. Uh, so that will presumably be taking place in some form or another. I don't know <clears> if it's <throat> going to be. Uh, I mean, I, I like the move that they made to the live performance national final this past yeah. year. Um, so I'm hoping they will do that again, but I don't think we know that for sure. At least not yet. I'm just glad they're back because they're great. For sure. And it means we'll be uh, absconded by Ahmad at least once in Malmo, which is always <laughs> fun. Uh, shout out to to him. He's, he's fantastic. He's one of my favorite things about watching uh, rehearsals and in uh, in arena stuff is his reactions to things. It's great. I I don't know how else to describe it. He's just very uh, enthusiastic. Uh, let's see. Uh, one other bit of little bit of news. This is not a huge surprise either. Fickmas, our Eurovision uh, New Year party, the the first national final of the of the season. That's Albania is scheduled for December nineteenth through twenty second, uh, which is about when it usually is. So what is that? That's like a Tuesday through a Friday. Through yeah, Friday. Friday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday through Friday Sweet. that week. So I might watch it this year you know yeah passingly watching uh uh melody grand prix didn't even touch melody festival and don't dare crack open the enormous nut that is san remo so i don't know maybe i'll take a look at fic this year yeah good it's usually fun yeah what else am i doing in late december yeah moving on in junior eurovision news we had uh a bunch of songs released i think we have most of them now uh we don't haven't heard ireland's song we have the title of it it's going to be called ashling uh like the name 
the Irish, yeah. extremely Irish name, uh, but I don't think we've heard it yet. Uh, Estonia, Normac, Malta, Georgia all revealed their JESC songs. We're so close to the previews now that I think we'll just we'll get to those details uh, when Sam gets back. And um, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. The, the the field has has largely taken shape. Are, do we do they do betting odds for Junior? What it do- <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it I feels a little. <laughs> I'm gonna bet on this no, horse race. It, it, it does, but I just couldn't remember uh, if, like, of course that would be dumb, but they might still do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, somebody might, you know. If you look yeah. at that website, they do take bets on anything. It's kind of ridiculous, but at the yeah. same time, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it makes the show. I, I, I've always wanted to talk about this. It makes the show so much more interesting because going into every contest, we have no idea who the favorite is. There's no like mm-hmm. margin or measure to say like, okay, this is the ranking and this is what the odds are that this song is going to win this year. Mm-hmm. So like when it, when France won last year, I had no idea that they were like a favorite. It really kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Keeps it interesting. Indeed. I mean, in some years I feel like we have a pretty good idea, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought it, it Kami Kami was just so weird because it was so clearly the best song and yet almost no one I knew actually thought it would win because it wasn't juniory enough. I or, think if you go back whatever. and listen to our episodes, we were just as scared. We're oh like, yeah, yeah. Are they gonna be okay with a song that belongs on adult radio working right, at the kids' right. contest? It's a top five song at regular Eurovision, yeah. and 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 but like, what does that mean for Junior? We don't know. Uh, and as it turns out, it's good. Um, but like going going in, I thought uh, TikTok the the kid from France. They were just gonna do it again. That production was. Really ridiculous and and uh it came close and then they won the year after that uh france is the new i don't know sweden actually that's not true poland we've established poland is the sweden of junior listen to our junior shows please anyway uh let's uh let's see what else oh we have a dumb rumor of the week this is another thing that came out just uh just today um as a collaboration with Alexandra Hoffman, who is a German singer that's been around for a very long time, uh, apparently one of the contenders, and the definition of contender is unclear here. It, it, it might just be submitted a song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so demonstrated they can hum. Yes. Uh, but there's a collaboration between uh, her, Alexandra Hoffman, and uh, Jorgen Olsen, one of the Olsen brothers of Denmark's uh, Fly on the Wings of Love, which won the contest oh, in gosh. 2000. That's uh, why I remember that. Name. They okay. are, uh, he is uh, apparently taking another shot uh, at making the contest, this time in Germany uh, with this German artist. Um, that's really Please all don't. we know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, surely he wouldn't be singing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't know anything about the song. We don't know anything about its reception among the folks uh, doing the deciding in in Germany. Uh, but apparently, it's uh, it it was it was. Uh... So anyway, yeah, uh, we might be getting the Olsen twins back. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. It's but. I, the, the the extreme like looseness of this, the fact that there's not really a ton of information other than Guy did a song is um, with Gal, as it turns out, um, it, it that it's dumb. That's why it's the dumb rumor of the week. Um, Look, for every for every Mika will be hosting in Turin, we have 20. Abba's going to do MGP, you know. Mm hmm. Or Melody Festival. <laughs> Abba doing <laughs> MGP if, would be wild. <laughs> what if Abba is just like, ah, yeah, we're crossing the border just to, you know, mm-hmm. throw in some double deuces across the board. Yeah, that would be, or Abba doing like San Marino or 
That would I'm be doing wild. the American Song Contest. Ooh, yikes! Okay, all right. Let's get to our let's get to our main topic. Let's uh, we, uh not a ton of news right now. It's uh, it's mid October. What do you want? And. <laughs> And Junior Eurovision is already completely sort of rolled in. So yeah, just about just about set. So uh, we need to have content to provide, uh, and it's October, so we're 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 going the spooky route. We're talking about fears, sort of. <laughs> uh, not fears as in like Eurovision uh, is going to be affected by the skeleton war, although that is a concern. Sooner or later, we'll all be drafted in the skeleton war. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Everyone fights in the skeleton war eventually. That's right. Unless you get cremated. Oh, cheat code. Anyway, we're we're, <laughs> we're talking about our, our our fears for the 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 contest next year and maybe the future of it in general. Yeah, uh, just some general talking, kind talking of... about maybe some some tr- you know concerning trends, some 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 worries. And and I'm gonna we'll get this out of the way now. This is not intended. And we'll see how it goes, but this is not intended to be about any particular ongoing conflict in the world uh, in terms of wars and 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 things like that. Uh, obviously, those things. <laughs> Or concerns uh, on mm-hmm. multiple levels. This is more related to Eurovision itself. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, this is uh, yeah. We're just going to have a, a bit of a of a, uh, a wide ranging conversation, as John Mulaney put it. Uh, <laughs> well, I think it'll be a, a, a if a, a, <laughs> we're a little bit joking calling it a spooky episode. But I don't think we'll be getting too heavy in this episode. But it is a fairly serious topic. One that's one that's not going to be you know, not a lot of not a real bunch of zingers in the second half of this contest maybe so that's a contemplative episode yes uh, yes we'll be intro inspecting uh, here after uh being absolutely <laughs> wild last week we'll we'll mix some monster mash in and post just so that it's like yeah anyway uh <laughs> well yeah Let's try and clear that and then when we don't we'll yeah anyway uh where do we want to start uh derek what you um you had you had a, a couple of thoughts uh, that we kind of talked about before we started recording uh why don't we start with uh start with you do i ever start with the one i i brought up initially sure yeah the one that because i think that's it's a unique perspective for you especially that a lot of the a lot of the listeners won't be sharing okay i i was looking at my list and i kind of realized they all sort of revolve around the same idea or concept which i can kind of i'll bring up later in a surprise plot twist ending that you never saw <laughs> Uh, it's Eric's mother. Sorry. Mom, how could you? Uh, so I, I think this is something that I've noticed every year since I started going to the contest as part of the uh, press center. And there's always a lot of discussion around, well, what's this going to be like next year? And from when I started till today, there's sort of been this trend to kind of push it out effectively cut things out uh like we used to have cubby holes where we get like postcards and letters and mails and things from the uh, from the artists and their delegations we don't have that anymore uh certain events are like have been canceled um there used to be like a and it sounds a little entitled to complain about some of this stuff and i'm fine with that you know honestly I, I don't why don't i stuff. get my free swag anymore <laughs> we used to get like stuff like t-shirts and things and mm-hmm. like a swag bag when you signed up and not, that's just gone they've completely eliminated it the only swag i've gotten in the last few years was when i went to turret and they gave me a 95 mass and that was for their own good <laughs> um <laughs> I still have my, so many boxes of those. I do too. Uh, I kept them all. Yeah. I'm going to need them. Yeah. For the skeleton war. For the skeleton war. Um, I think my one of my biggest fears has always been just kind of from the beginning is what if one day they just completely edge us out? They, they're just like, we're done with you guys. We don't need you anymore. No, we don't need bloggers or anymore. podcasters or YouTubers. You guys can just go away. Uh, and, and it feels like that's just their general attitude towards that group of people. 
um, is they just don't want us there. And that's kind of weird because, you know, all this free publicity we're giving them pretty much all year round, or at mm-hmm. least for most of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, especially, they got rid of press conferences, um, interviews. They had like dedicated interview space for a lot of the artists. They didn't do that this year. You had to kind of do everything on your own or they sort of delegated it out to somebody else. They're just like, we don't need to be yeah. bothered with that. And I'm thinking, you know, I heard, I don't know if how, I can't confirm this, but there was sort of this rumor going around at the time that some of the delegations filed a complaint with the EBU saying, we need this time to get our message out there. Like we want exposure. We want, we want press conferences. We want interviews because people take that. It gets broadcast over the internet initially. And then a bunch of people take it and they edit it into their own shows and they talk about it on their podcasts and post it on their websites. So not having that, they lose a lot of exposure. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the EBU just seems like they're completely disinterested in doing that. So the more hands off they are, the more like the countries that already have a big wake at the contest the sweden's the ukraine's the big five like the more they just continue to more entrench themselves and then our smaller countries that try really hard our greases our czechias our slovenias like they you know where are the interviews for them yeah yeah i mean i i i saw a few acts walking around uh sort of I don't want to say like waiting to be talked to, but but just hanging out hanging out a little bit in the in the press area and talking to a few folks um, during uh, the the week in Liverpool and and like the the opening of the press center was was what Monday, so five days before the final, whereas in previous years it was a week before oh, that at yeah, least during semifinals. Yeah, we usually had like two full weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's another thing too. Yeah. We don't get to see the rehearsals anymore. Yeah, and like and that, and that yeah. that first week is when the interviews happen. The first that yeah. that first week is is when like uh when when those opportunities are supposed to to be happening um and that's the part that that and the the press conferences is the part that really really seems odd to me is that there isn't as much I mean, we can go in and watch dress rehearsals and and, and things like that, uh, which is awesome. It, it's a really cool thing to be able to do. To to, to be clear, uh, there there has been more to it in 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 prior years, and I don't really understand the the way the how the the amount to do, so to speak, has just sort of shrunk. And I know, and uh, like this is kind of a weird example. Like, so there's different layers of accreditation, and like this year, I was kind of surprised they separated out like legit press from like fan press yeah like physically 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 separated us even though they didn't really enforce it and they've tried to do that before but people just ignored it and then they just didn't care uh there was i remember in 2018 though there's fan accreditation which is like the lowest tier and there it's it's sometimes like in previous years fan accreditation would get you in the door and you could go into the press center and kind of talk to people 2018 they were like no you are we have this tent outside that you can go into and that's it you're not allowed into press conferences you're not allowed to do it you could do interviews what and you gotta do tent? it on your own time what was it, it was a series of spooky mirrors and craft <laughs> services what was it was, was a little coleman tent, tent with, a, with a guest <laughs> Went out there and you had to do grunt work for the contest. <laughs> it was it was like a, like the tent on the Great British Bake Off, something like that. Oh gosh! Okay. So there was there was space to sit and you could relax, and it was like enclosed. So if the weather got bad, you wouldn't have to worry about it. But at the same time, it's just like okay, you know this this is the the fan colony that we're just going to put you into. What was the next level above that then? What was the what was the accreditation that would actually get you into say do an interview with with a Hungary? You know. They, they used to just do it. There's like press. You're just general press accreditation. Oh, okay. So if you had a blog or a, a podcast, you'd be at the same level like the BBC would. Hell yeah. And uh, <laughs> and, then step up, and then the step up from that is like delegations. And right. this year they separated oh, out. Okay. So there was fan press versus like official press. 
or I guess legit media. <laughs> Have you noticed yeah. a decline in the strength just generally across the board of those delegations that come with the artist? Like, it, has there Define been a decline strength. since, say, like 2018? The like, size can, can they lift a bus? Gen- <laughs> <laughs> the, the size of the delegation and the general sort of presence that they exercise. Yes. Yeah. A, a uh, it's declined since like 2017, 2018. Uh it, it varies from country to country, too. Of course, yeah. it's tough to say because we're only like, you know, two, uh, like 1.5 normal contests out from COVID. So I suppose mm-hmm. it's like a tiny bit unfair. But like, if we get to this next year and this this fear, this anxiety pans out, I, I can definitely see it as a trend that has happened not entirely just because we had to be isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that oh. does have a... Oh, oh just, I was just going to really quickly say, I think there is like a specific number of people you can bring along. Mm-hmm. In any delegation, mm-hmm. but yeah. how many people these countries can afford to bring? It's forty-seven is the maximum. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty significant number. It is like yeah. it's a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and I I remember and. and I think, Danny, what you said about COVID definitely has made a really big difference there. I know, and uh, I'll use junior 2021 as an example. Um, There were a handful of, yeah, in Paris, uh, there were a handful of artists, including Milena, uh, the winner, who uh, their people just said, we are not doing interviews. We are, we're not doing press. We're here for the show. We just, we're going to air, we're going to use an abundance of caution. We're just like, it's nothing personal. We're just not doing interviews. Uh, And that there were others who were around all the time. Um, To their credit, the Russians were, were very cool to work with uh, that, that week. Um, uh, Olena Senko and and her people were great. Uh, But there were others that were just, we are going to the hotel and to the stage and that's it. And uh, when we look at junior last year, where like half a dozen acts got sick, uh, not, yeah. it, it, I don't know. I don't know if that it was COVID specifically, but there was something going around, and there were a number of artists who really their performances truly suffered because of that. That that uh, it's it's hard to blame an act for just choosing to not be accessible. That mm-hmm. being said, uh, making it so it's not even an option, uh, like what happened in Liverpool, is just odd, and it's it it does seem to be part of a trend that is spooky. Uh, <laughs> Well, to kind of give a really quick counterexample to that, and I, I feel like I've been taking up a lot of time here with this, but yeah, it's all right. in, 20, in 2016, uh, Agneta, I forget how to pronounce her name, the singer from Norway, she sang Icebreaker. Yeah, Agneta. She, she had, um, I'm trying to be compassionate here. She she really struggles with her mental health. Like she's got some serious issues that she's working through and she was really struggling. Like she she went to the rehearsals. She did did the performance. But when it came, t- came time to do the press conferences, the head of press came out and he said she is not doing press conferences. She's just not up for it. And you could sort of tell they knew that this was hurting them, that she just wasn't there, wasn't doing interviews, wasn't doing press conferences, just wasn't a present at all where everyone else was. And they were losing a lot of exposure. And you got to take care of your people. That, yeah, and we're, I, I, we're, uh, we're not saying we are owed something uh, by no. them but like the uh, like if they want the opportunities to be there they should be there yeah and i i don't fault her for making those decisions but i feel like that kind of hurt her uh, a bit and which is unfortunate and i i don't want to like to, for her to choose to step away from that like okay great i totally understand that but to, to say like okay nobody's gonna do this anymore it's just like well what's mm. where's the fun in that you know hmm, yeah. yeah danny what about you what uh What's what's a fear that you have? Okay. Is it blankets? It's ba- <laughs> yes, blankets in midair with two little eye holes cut out. Not cool. ghosts. Uh, Those sheets specifically. Um, no. Uh, so I have a couple of fears 
And I, I realized as I was considering them that these fears are all sort of, they're about anxieties uh, about Eurovision purely from a viewer standpoint, which is my, you know, my big thing. I, I, I don't really have any plans to travel to the contest itself unless somehow it was in, you know, Malmö next year as well when my friends will be living there. But like somehow I have three big anxieties about the contest that Czechia in their national final format from the past couple of years sort of safeguards against. So bear with me. So I, I think the, the big strengths about the way that Czechia does their national final is that it is basically open to the entire world as far as voting is concerned. And also just in, in terms of uh, letting people who have not necessarily the absolute strongest nationalist heritage tied just to the Czech Republic be actually able to compete as well. Uh, I think the second thing is that the process appears at least very transparent. And the third strength is that it is controlled almost entirely by popular choice. And I know that last one is going to be a little bit controversial. So I'll, I'll start with that one, actually. Um, I know you shared this fear, Derek, that because of capital W what capital H happened this year with Sweden winning the contest, a lot of people are going to be very dissatisfied with the way that this voting system like worked out. Uh, We've talked about it enough. We talked about it enough back when we were doing our retrospective on the final. But the fear isn't so much that like, oh, the juries are going to mess it up again. The fear is that they're going to tinker with a voting system that just sort of rewarded a very, very popular song. What I like about Czechia is that they've done away with this and just decided that, duh, everyone who calls in gets a vote. Like... <laughs> <laughs> There's something nice about that. And that also comes in with the other thing is that it's very transparent. I think a lot of the, the worries that we have about the direction that the voting system might take in the next couple of years has to do with the fact that there's like, tell me if I'm getting the wrong impression, but there's kind of a lot of smoke and mirrors when it comes to the votes. Like the EBU doesn't want to be forthcoming. It, they don't want to be crystal clear about sort of the, uh, I don't know, the, the two year ago thing that happened with all of the, with the vote collusion. There was collusion. And, and I, I, I don't know the most polite way to put this other than like, why can't we see like the big breakdown? How come how come we aren't reassured that all of the votes are being tabulated in a way that is purely fair in terms of percentage to percentage from country to country? Like, I just I just wish I knew. And I suppose Dang. it's handy with with a country as small as Czechia that it's just get to be like, oh, well, it's just a, a couple 10,000 votes or so. Danny, can I interject here? Yes, uh, you can. Because this this relates to uh, one of the, the, the fears I have, yes. which is basically the opposite of what you said. Oh, um, <laughs> yes? Is that the public is going to mess it up again. <laughs> my No, my, my fear is that capital W what capital H happened in 2023 is going to lead to a overreaction uh and a, a major change in in how the scoring works that i don't know is is you know if it's if it's a overly reactionary thing if it's necessarily going to be quote unquote good for the contest yeah um because i like the system we have i i I don't know that I prefer it to what we had from like in like the early 2010s where each each country had a single set of points 
but they and and the there was still a 50 50 split but it was it was all kind of combined before it was presented yeah see this uh, is there, what i there, mean it's like are... i wish there was transparency in the votes mm-hmm. let me see the well, tallies <laughs> there yeah i mean i mean I, I think that would be interesting i think some of that info like uh, the jury vote breakdowns are sometimes made available um mm-hmm. and the jury i mean well, i know from talk... country to country the way that the juries convene and decide their votes yeah. can be different so well and and like and we've talked about just the the size of the juries is a problem. Uh, that I guess I'm also concerned that Why that's can not, there not, that's not be regulation change, but, in mm-hmm. the juries. Like, yeah, but like the, the the thing that concerns me is that is is that I think a lot of the the public response to uh, Sweden beating Finland, for instance, is the 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 dissatisfaction isn't necessarily with the voting system because I think they would have liked the voting system if it had done what they wanted it to do. Yes. And, and so what they're really upset about is that Karia didn't win, which is, yes, I think it's just as many people who, who wanted Karia to win as wanted Karia to beat Loreen. Right. And, 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 but like, I remember seeing like people on social media, like you would see the same person two days apart say, we need to bring back the juries because this didn't qualify. And then we need to get rid of the juries because Karia didn't win. And like it, th- there's there's a level of irrationality there that is kind of uh-huh. impressive almost. But 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 also like <laughs> on the but, Internet. Uh, are you sure? Um, yes. Well, but uh, like like I I. I fear that making a big change because of this one outcome is is not going to because I don't think it would be a net positive. Yeah. Can I, I, can I just I, say two things really quickly? Yes. Number one, we saw that this year already when they completely eliminated the juries from the semifinals, uh-huh. which yeah. I would argue was not the right decision to make. Just personally, I think there mm-hmm. should have been some kind of jury involvement, but maybe something should have changed. And they, their answer was to just get rid of them. I think that was just a little bit too drastic. I'm kind of curious, though, my second point or question would be then, what would that look like? In your mind, what is going too far? Like getting rid of getting rid of, of juries oh. completely. Uh, would would be uh, a big one uh, going back to yes, to that's too far, and 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 they have done that, but uh, there's a reason they stopped doing it because mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of it was that when you have like Malta and, and countries like that that don't have the diaspora, yeah. if you're going 100% televote, they're just done. They, they they don't have a chance, and and it just it, it favors certain countries too much, and so the, the the goal of the split vote system is to level that playing field a bit if if there's an evolution of the scoring system that keeps that in mind and i'm not i i don't i i'm not going to speculate on what that could be but if, if there is something that that maintains that goal cool if they're making a big change because people got mad less cool that's my concern uh, mm-hmm. i'm saying we should eliminate the electoral college is what we should do also true yes <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that so that sort of like bridges to the first slash last of my things that had to do with the, the things that I feel like Czechia's national final does well that like sort of assuages my fears about the contest at large, which is sort of the openness of both submission and the openness to voting from the outside. Because the whole thing about the, the voting system is that it's sort of punishing in a way that I feel has been a prime force in in encouraging just as much as money 
a lot of countries that were around three years ago to leave the contest. I understand that uh, like the socio-political situation in Hungary is more like why that why Viktor Orban doesn't want Hungary to really be a part of this Europe-wide competition. But a country like Montenegro, which is quite small and rarely does bombastically well, has left just because it's like, well, it's not that it costs a lot. It's that our money doesn't do anything. And so what I liked about like having the votes for Czechia's national final and for, you know, the, for the semifinals this last year at Eurovision is that, you know, why not let all of these countries sort of have a big say, even if they're not, even if they're not the big five, if, even if they're not one of these big powerhouse countries, there's got to be a way for them to still count. And I, I think that's my big fear about the contest is that these smaller countries feel like they don't matter. I know we get these minor countries in the top 10 all the time, but like it's the same 10 countries in the top three every mm. time it feels like. I mean, Montenegro know? is a good example because they struggle. Yeah. They, they, they had a few finals appearances, but but that's it. Like they 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 haven't done well. And I mean, obviously there, there are countries that that have broken that mold. Portugal is a is a really good example, yeah. but like it took them fifty years. <laughs> yeah, and literally, like, yeah, and and yeah, I, I it's definitely a, a a fear, a concern, a spooky thing that that um that like some of these, especially like Eastern Bloc it, it, areas that we might just stop seeing. Yeah, uh, and I, that's a lot. This that might sucks. come from the fact that. My first contest was the largest Eurovision contest that there ever was, you know, 43 countries competing. And it felt like a really great time. And so the next year when it was like down to 41, I was like, oh, why couldn't why couldn't everyone come to my party again? Like, that's what I felt like. But then as the, you know, 41 became 40 and then it became 38, then it became 37. It's like it, it has felt like we have been losing countries for no real good reason other than like, I don't know, they couldn't afford a pretty enough dress to come to prom that's what it feels like it feels really exclusionary and i feel like i've said something on the show before about like i wish there was a fund to sort of like uh, some trust that allows these smaller countries that really want to attend eurovision and be seen in this important cultural event for these countries that otherwise couldn't afford it and and wouldn't want to afford it for what they're getting out of it it, I mean, I would hate it to say. It feels like a my the fear here is a breakdown of the very spirit of the contest. I mean, it's I I I know there's a solution for this, and I do see it's obvious which countries have money when you actually are there yes. and you see them. I mean, not to pick on Sweden or anything, but I remember Benjamin and Grosso. <laughs> what? I Derek not picking on Sweden? <laughs> no, but just really quickly, Benjamin and Grosso and Robin Bankston when they showed up, they all had like branded jackets and like their whole team was like oh, swagged they were huge out. Huge stars beforehand, though, yeah. You know? But even then, it's just like they all come in, they got the uniform, they got all this stuff. And then you look at another country like Czech Republic or something, and they're just kind of holding it together the best they can. We are Domi had T-shirts. They had T-shirts, which is nice. <laughs> like, But that's it. And I yeah, it's a medium. It's I like would hate could for. Have good. me like all of the all of the promotional videos, the music videos that we are Domi was able to scrounge up. They seemed like professional stuff straight out of L.A. You could have fooled me if you didn't tell me that this was Eurovision. And it's sad that they have to go to Eurovision and then just sort of like be dwarfed by these huge contingents to these well pocketed countries. Yeah, but I mean, how do you how do you balance that out? I, I know I'm not saying I it's know, wrong. I'm just I'd like to see the smaller countries get 
some equity there. But at the yeah. same time, it's just like, okay, well, Norway, you have a high GDP. Therefore, we're going to charge you more to be at the contest. Your pyros are going to cost a little bit more because we know you <laughs> yeah. can afford it. Yeah, I know. We can't we can't do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but that's the fear is that if the, if these countries are allowed to spend so much and throw their weight around, then, you know, I don't know. We go to a contest that is just people singing in front of the orchestra. And I, I know we can't go back to the way that Eurovision was in 1968. We can't. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I don't know what the solution is, but that's why I'm afraid of it. <laughs> that's why it's so scary. That's why it's so scary, Derek. <laughs> Who's up? I've got like one more thing that's probably pretty quick. Um, yeah. Derek, what do you I got have? two more, but I'll be, qu- oh, I'll be oh, quick. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, why don't you go ahead? Okay, uh, really fast, because we already talked about this. Uh, I, my, I have the opposite fear that you do in as much as it leads to something else. I fear that they're not going to change the voting system at all. And that is going to lead to sort of a disillusionment of the viewing audience to participate. Just mm. because I'm not saying it's rigged. I'm not saying there's any pin propriety going on. But if the audience starts to see that certain countries are favored, that the jury can come in and, you know, put their thumb on the scale and sort of push a push a certain song over the finish line, they're going to be less interested in spending 20, 30, euro to vote i mean the viewing audience that's fair i mean it's just it just kind of comes down to like the viewing audience their eyeballs on screen to advertisers they're spending money doing televotes the jury doesn't generate revenue if the jury went away the show could keep going sure could if the televote goes away that's a huge amount of money that just disappears and which i say this as somebody who spent 60 euros on eurovision this year (laughs) (laughs) and and it just kind of concerns me if people start to lose faith in the system that they're just gonna kind of stop like ah maybe i don't have to vote this year i mean it's not an election this isn't a president i mean if you don't vote for the president that's Mm -hmm. bad if you don't vote for eurovision well it's just like okay voter disenfranchisement can still be a uh an affecting issue yeah 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 and that's my concern is Mm -hmm. we need to be able to reassure the public that this is like maybe not i don't know if transparency or just kind of rejigger it somehow but just like give them confidence that their vote does count I so feel they're like willing to pick jury up the phone standardization might might do it there, you know. Yeah. If people could mm-hmm. be reassured that every jury in every country is sort of operating in at least the same way, then I feel that, like that would be reassuring. That I think is is probably the I don't want to say easiest because it's probably not, but 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 honestly it probably is, you know? <laughs> like better than having to redo a, yeah. a completely new electronic algorithm for everyone interfacing with the voting. Why not yell at these countries to just be like, okay, you know what? Your jury size is 16. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they must have people they can call on yeah yeah i mean put an enforcement put a put save a couple of spots on the juries for like eurovision experts yeah uh that that might be a slippery slope i don't know i was gonna Uh, say i know know who's getting their pockets lined then mm -hmm. well the only thing yeah the only thing i would really say (laughs) if we're reforming the the only thing i'd really say is i'd like to see more people and i'd like to see way more diversity Yes, because I, I be feel like so much rock songs, rap songs, ethnic songs are just so poorly uh, looked upon that mm. I would hate for them for countries to be like, well, we're not going to send a song like this ever again because it's pointless. Literally, that's yeah, that's also a concern. <laughs> my my one other my last concern is and I'll make this quick as well, that um, that we're going to keep running into years where we get there and we just know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a shame. Like, like like everyone knew like like people were pulling for Kali for Kadia, but we knew like and I, I enjoyed tattoo a lot. I'm not upset that it won. I was a little bit bummed that like it just like the jury votes start coming in and it's just like, all right, well, there it is. 
yeah like 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 we know we know who's going to win the jury we know who's going to win and the only thing we don't really know is is like the the numbers who's uh, coming in second third and like fourth, like yeah. in turn in turn we knew what was going to happen that was a bit of a different situation obviously uh with because because it was ukraine and it was the the public support and all of that um 2021 we pretty much no knew. that was that was we, well 2021 i would say we had like three front runners but it was uh, i i, I think i think when we got to the day on a skin was not a i'm not a sure I, thing. when we got it to the day it, it was gonna be them or it was maybe gonna be barbara probably um, you obviously would, yeah. 2020 the gift that will never stop giving i think that one could have really been interesting um Duncan Lawrence was kind of the same thing. Toy was kind of the same thing. Eleni Ferreira was kind of coming up, but at the end of the day, it was just, you know, we we knew. And and I, I don't quite know what we can can do about this. I mean, and, and I know that that like <laughs> As folks that are talking about this and making predictions and things like that, we're maybe even kind of part of the problem here. But but like uh, and and Derek, you talked about how not having betting odds for Junior is such a nice thing, mm-hmm. and I love betting odds. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> we talk about we talk about them all the time. We have betting odds for next year right now, uh, and and like it, who's in first? It's it's I don't you know, know who is it Sweden? <laughs> yeah. Sweden, yeah. the hosts in first. They're always first with the. It's either it's, Sweden or Italy usually. It's it's like picking the Yankees in baseball or or, yeah. or something. Like it's just uh, they haven't been great lately either. But 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 uh, it's just it's the safe bet in October is the thing. But I would love it if somehow there was a way to restore a bit more excitement towards a result. It just seems like it, it, it seems like it's so almost like solved now that we can see who's going to win before it happens uh, that that and I, don't, I was just saying, don't change anything uh, or don't, don't change. Don't change it too dramatically. But at the same time, I don't know, maybe maybe something like that would make it less predictable and alleviate this other concern I have that that it's just becoming a bit anticlimactic by the time we get to the final. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, we knew that. Why did I come here? Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. that's that's what I got. It's so weird looking at the last physical challenge. Oh, maybe I'll. American Gladiator style. <laughs> Ooh, the Eliminator. <laughs> it's interesting in the last like not m- many years, but like I think there's been a few instances recently where there's been like somebody who was the front runner straight out the gate. They kind of went into the contest thinking, okay, this it's just going to be them. There's no question about this. But then another song kind of comes in, Fuego or mm-hmm. Beautiful Mess or Voila. It was like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe this year it'll be the this other person. And then it never is. And it, I'm just kind of at a point now, you're right, where it's just like, who's the, who jumps to number one in the betting odds as soon as the song is released? Okay, it's just going to be them. At, at some point, this is... <laughs> It's kind of like pro wrestling. At some point, the <laughs> no, for real. At some point, the, the underdog has to win, or or, yeah. or it stops being interesting. Uh, and and so we're gonna say Lorraine's gonna do I a heel know. turn. Yes, Lorraine's gonna hit Cardi with a steel chair. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're gonna fight in hell in a cell. Actually, it's Lorraine with a steel chair. Maybe, maybe we should do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, introduce steel chairs. Eurovision mania. Introduce press tables that people get thrown into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys get to the if you guys get to the venue next year and a lot of the uh, a lot of the long tables are surprisingly easy to collapse. I uh, I think you should let us know. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> We're adding violence. That's the oh god. We're adding sponge sugar glasses. Already, already We're adding, wish, already yeah, wish we're adding I hadn't, breakaway uh, chairs suggested yeah. that. But that's uh, 
that's fine. Yeah, there's enough violence in the world, I suppose. Derek, you had one more. This might be something for a discussion for another time too. Uh, but I was thinking, just because of the writer's strike in Hollywood recently, and this whole debate about AI, uh, one of my fears is eventually <sighs> we'll have an AI written song. I'm guessing in the next few years, even and like that one we had. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I honestly think you know I'm how just, good that was. <laughs> the, every Sorry. year, there's uh, a few songs that honestly are just really, really generic kind of love songs or or whatever. Like, and it, it wouldn't take a lot for an AI to just kind of skim thousands of songs and throw together a three minute pop song that hits all the regular beats and then doesn't cost them much of anything to have written and then just hand it over to their staging people and well not not just sweden like anyone really i think like cyprus this year fully bought into the swedish machine they're like we're we're just giving you complete creative control over this because we want to do well and i i can see a country like cyprus or another smaller country that kind of struggles to say let's just get this like really slick machine to put together a song for us and then we could just focus on other things and then it's like okay we'll just have a really good singer and and really cool staging and then we'll just kind of focus on that instead they want the swedish touch yeah. And I mean, like, if, like, like I was saying, if, if your vision is quote unquote solved, <laughs> there's kind of an incentive to yeah. maybe do something. To shake like it that. up. To shake it up. I feel yeah. like we're going to look back on this era as sort of like a 10 or 12 year period where it's like the Swedish, the Swedish touch was sort of like the defining tastemaker mm-hmm. in terms of everything here. Everything can be discussed in terms of either mm-hmm. fitting that mold or genuinely rebelling against that mold. Yeah. And and we had, I think, started seeing some backlash against that, at least from like public voting. Yeah. Uh, but then they sent Loreen and it's like, well, <laughs> now, well, they sent Loreen and everyone, everyone who was everyone who voted yeah. 10 years ago woke up. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought they could make an Avatar sequel so many years later, but they did. Yeah. Oh. And that also wasn't good, but also made millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. I, I was also not made for his picture. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Blah. All right. I think that's enough fears to take care of. I have yeah. enough things to haunt my nightmares. Are you scared enough? Ah. Have my nightmares start getting written by a Swedish songwriting team. <laughs> <laughs> Your nightmares will do very well with the juries, at least. They sure will. Yeah. Um, yeah, folks, check us out uh, again on socials. It's one, two points USA in all the usual places. Sometimes 12 points from America. I'll written out if we can have super long names. I like got Instagram with that, I think. Uh, but but check us out. So shoot us an email. Let us know what what you're concerned about. 12 points from America gmail.com. Uh, check out the Patreon. It really does. It really does help us out. It helps us uh, get equipment and uh, it's going to help with travel. You know, when when we start when we start traveling again next year and, and, and it really, really does mean a lot. You can get some cool rewards and extra content and stuff like that. So, uh, it really, thank you, thank you for listening. Um, w- no matter where you listen to us, uh, we uh, we really appreciate every single one of you. Um, let's check back next week. We'll we'll talk about uh, probably fantasy Eurovision, and I don't know what else. Figure that out. Uh, um, Fantastic. Do we have an hour's worth there? We might. I don't know. Probably not. Um, uh, but until next week, I've been Eric. I'm a Derek, and I'm in Danny in America. Stop, Stop listening, listening now. now. All right. What was I talking about? I don't even. Whatever. What were you talking about? I don't know.